Hello, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. My mission is to connect with you through our stories and in that process, spread inspiration for you to go do amazing things with your life. I had crushed that this is the way to the perfect job, marriage and kids checklist and was left unhappy, stressed, living paycheck to paycheck and unfulfilled. I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday. And so I found that proof. And that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Are you ready to create a life that gets you excited? Then elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Elevate with Erica. So before I kick this episode off, I want to tell you about something exciting that's going down. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard about it. I'm trying out the new Instagram subscriptions feature. So for $4.99, you can subscribe to my page and get a few bonuses. I'm talking five-minute elevators. These are bonuses to add on to your workouts to really elevate your sweat and your glow. Also, come cook with me sessions. So we've already made some delicious food and upcoming this weekend. I've got two back to school freezer meals planned to prep with you. So they're going to be black bean and quinoa stuffed bell peppers and ravioli lasagna. Easy to throw together. We should be done that session in about 20 minutes. You can put these in your freezer and have them ready to go for these upcoming busy nights. Plus, I'll also be offering happy half hours. So these are going to be live sessions where my subscribers can come on live with me, ask me questions, leave your comments, just really chat like we're besties sitting at happy hour. It's going to be so much fun. Grab a cocktail, come hang out with me. If you want to subscribe to my page, you can just head over to my Instagram page. I'll put the link in the show notes of this episode and click subscribe. Cannot wait to hang out with you guys and create a little more of a deeper one-on-one connection with you guys. So this episode will actually be dropping on Labor Day, a day where we celebrate the contributions of American workers. And I hope you guys have been able to soak up some beautiful summer weather this past weekend. And also, we here in our school district are enjoying our last weekend before school begins on Tuesday. So tomorrow by the time you listen to this episode. But let's talk about the contributions of American workers. Those contributions that have led to America's strength, prosperity, and well-being, those contributions required hustle. Should I bleep out that word? Hustle? The H-bomb? Because somehow it's been given a bad rap. Anti-hustle. I'm not down with it, y'all. The definition of labor. Yes, I googled this. The definition of labor as a noun, work, especially hard physical work. As a verb, work hard, make great effort. The definition of hustle, busy movement and activity. When did hustling become the bad guy? If someone is not seeing results in their efforts to reach their goals and you tell them to hustle harder, (gasps) forget the fact that they aren't all in, that they aren't giving it their best effort, that they are skipping parts of the equation because it's hard, that they are trying to take a shortcut, that they are discounting the work someone else put in. You tell them to hustle harder, show up, do all the steps, not just the ones that you feel like doing. And then you do that until it works, not just until they think it should work, right? So we're met with, no, you should work less. 
Why are we lying to ourselves? There is nothing wrong with hustling. The problem is the idea of what it means to hustle. And the answer isn't to tell people how they don't have to work hard to get what they want. Listen to this quote I found online. Hustle isn't just working on the things you like. It means doing the things you don't enjoy so that you can do the things that you love. So yes, there is times in hustling when it doesn't feel good because there's parts of my job that aren't perfectly aligned with my strengths, but they need to get done, right? So we are lying to ourselves because we want the results someone else has sooner and without doing those hard things. We don't want to wait for the life we want. We want to do one workout program and lose all the weight in 21 days. We want to get hired and immediately have that corner office. We want to start our own business and be the leader in the industry as soon as we think we've put enough time in. But we know it doesn't work like that, right? We do. You know, I've been full-time beach body coaching for over two years now. I follow coaches that are building their dream homes on the water, taking expensive family vacations, Buying a private jet. No, seriously, one of our coaches just did that. You go, girl. I could say, why don't I have that yet? Why am I nowhere near that level of financial security? I've been working my ass off for two years. My income should be higher by now. But I would be wrong. And I would be doing myself and my dreams a disservice. And you know what I wouldn't need to hear? I don't need to hear that I should stop working so hard that my hustle is unhealthy, that I should slow down. What I need pointed out and to be reminded of is that those coaches have been hustling for that level of success in their business for 7, 8, 9, 10, 15 years, not months, years. And just because one of them saw success at year 15 doesn't mean I will too. I may not see success until year 20. You work until for the things that you want. You work until, and you work hard, and you hustle for your freaking dreams. Hustle. It is not a bad word. If you want to live a mediocre life, if good enough is enough for you, if you're fine living wondering what if or living with shoulda, coulda, wouldas, then get an anti-hustle tattoo, girlfriend. But if you have big dreams and goals and want to reach your God at the end of all of this and be able to tell him you used all his gifts then you better work. I follow those women on social media that are so far ahead of me in this business because my life is full of distractions, low-hanging excuses, reasons in the here and now to just sit comfortable, to go out and have fun and avoid my responsibilities, sacrificing my goals for what feels good in the moment. My life is full of people to tell me that I'm working too hard, that I should just return to a profession that's safe, that what I have is good enough. Because the truth is, most people are settling. Settling is easier in the moment. Not hustling is easier in the moment. Never changing is easier in the moment. But there is pain in settling. There is pain in telling yourself that being unhealthy just runs in your family even though you're tired all the time. That people would love to have the job you have, even though your mental health is suffering. That you should be grateful to have a spouse, even though that relationship is blocking you from being your best self. That your life is good enough, even though you spend every day trying to silence the dreams on your heart. Where is the pain greater for you? 
Because I personally will hustle my little booty off to create the vision I have for my life. If you could see it, I have goosebumps right now. If you could see it, you would understand why it's worth hustling for. For me, the pain in not pursuing that with a hustle mentality is way greater than the pain in however many years of work this is taking me or will take me to see it become the reality for me and my family. I'll get a little less sleep today to build the vision I have for tomorrow because it is my passion. And I would not lie to myself and tell myself that I don't need to hustle to create the life that I want. That is doing my dreams a disservice. Hustling is not doing my life a disservice. So I follow those women on social media because they don't tell me to settle. They don't tell me to not work hard. They don't tell me to slow down. They don't tell me to not hustle. They show me hustle. They show me hard work and they are proof of what happens when you meet your passions and your purpose with hard work and hustle. They are the proof. My life is full of people settling. My heart is full of the vision I have for my life. They show me my vision is worth hustling for. Find those people. Even if it's people you may never actually speak to, find them because you need more of them in your life. And I can guarantee you that we all do. Because most of the world is settling. We have to seek out and surround ourselves with the few that aren't so that we can be the proof for someone else. There are two ways I think some of us get hustle wrong. The first being, I've hustled at the wrong things in my life. I hustled for a degree that wasn't in a field that brought me joy. I hustled for a marriage that wasn't bringing out the best in either of us. I hustled for a job that took my mental health to an all new low. We hustle for the wrong thing sometimes. It happens. And I'm sure I'll do it again because sometimes you don't know something isn't meant for you until you actually give it your best effort, right? So we hustle for things we aren't actually passionate about, things that aren't aligned with our purpose, and that can be really unhealthy. It's draining because you're in a constant fight with yourself. Deep down, you don't want it, but yet you also feel like you're quitting if you change course. That's how I feel anyway. So you're getting zero fulfillment from that hustle. And there's one way I think we start looking at hustle like it's the bad guy. The other way is something I think society struggles with. We are taking huge strides, but I still think that we have a long way to go. We don't take mental health seriously enough yet. We don't give enough credit to someone who is living on a $50,000 income, doing something they love, experiencing amazing happiness and joy, but we think someone's living the dream when they are making six figures, even though their home life is shit because their family gets the crappy parts that that's left of them at the end of the day. When I left my job, the reason I got so many WTF looks and responses back is because most people do trade their happiness for a paycheck. It's not a popular decision to take a pay cut, even if it means you're a happier person. I do think we are seeing a shift to that being more accepted versus when I did it two years ago. I think a lot of people got that taste during the pandemic of working from home and creating a healthier work-life balance, and they were spending more time with their families and doing things that brought them fulfillment without commuting. And for some, they realized their passion was in the workplace too, and that's fine. For others, they realized they wanted to change paths and were willing to take a pay cut to do what made an income while bringing them joy. I was willing to take the pay cut because I know you can make your dream or desired income doing what you love if you hustle for it. And I know this because I've surrounded myself with proof. I've shut out the noise of those in my life who think I'm nuts. 
I'm willing to hustle for my dream. And when it's your dream and when it's your passion, you actually enjoy the hustle. My happiness is worth it. I say all the time in my social media posts, inviting to the business. I hustled really hard in a job I didn't even want to be in. I know I can hustle for something I actually want. I know that hustle will make the vision I have for my life a reality. But here's the thing we forget to do when we're hustling. Because let's balance this out. We forget to take care of our mental health in the process. And it's dangerous when your purpose meets your passion sometimes because when you love what you do, you forget you have a mind and body that needs love too. It needs R&R. I have done it. I catch myself all of the time. I can feel myself nearing a burnout. And I have to remind myself, okay, Erica, you need to unplug for a little bit today. You've been doing too much without giving your brain a rest, without taking in nature, without letting loose and having fun. So I set clear hours for my workday for this reason. When I wake up, I decide what time I'm turning work off that day. I have to take myself seriously because I'm my own boss, right? So I have to decide that I will stop working at three o'clock today so that I can spend time with my family or I can go on a bike ride or join my mom for dinner. And I will stop at three o'clock no no matter what, because as much as I love to hustle for my vision, I also know that a healthy hustle requires balance. And I will hustle better tomorrow if I can clearly define how long I will work and what I will work on today. If you're hustling for your health goals, the same applies, right? Like I see people come into Beachbody And they commit to two programs at once and they're doing one and a half hours of workouts daily and they overwork themselves. That kind of hustle sucks all of the joy and all of the fulfillment out of what they were working towards and they quit. Their passion, their initial motivation, it's gone. They've literally drained their battery and the workouts become the enemy. The hustle becomes the enemy when actually the enemy is the unrealistic expectations they have of the goal and of themselves. Or people come in and say, okay, Erica, I'm ready to go. I'm cutting all carbs and alcohol. I'm serious this time. That's what they tell me. I'm serious this time. I'm cutting all carbs and alcohol. And then they get two weeks in. Well, I went to a birthday party on Saturday and over eight, which led to poor choices on Sunday. And now it's Monday and I feel like shit. And I can't do this. I just like food too much. That's not a healthy hustle towards your goals. It's a disservice to your goals. There's no balance there. The expectations that they had are the enemy. It may take me two more years to build my dream business. It may take me 10. But the one thing I know is that I'll still be here hustling until. And even then, I'll probably have a new vision I'll be hustling for. My hope with this episode is not to cancel the anti-hustle culture. I'm not here to cancel culture anything. I kind of want to be louder than the anti-hustle culture, though. (laughs) My hope is that my listeners that tuned in to Elevate with Erica today, because they were ready to elevate their life, decide to elevate your efforts. That you call yourself out on where you can work smarter towards the goals and dreams and the vision that you have for your life. Because they may make you happy. 
and they bring you joy. And the idea of achieving them lights you up. Work hard for those things. Fight for that kind of life. Those are the things worth hustling for. But in that hustle, don't forget to take time to step away and breathe and soak up what you're working for. Soak up the life that it's creating for you. Some of the biggest strides I've made in my business have come from the hustle that comes after a good dose of rest and fun. Just don't let anyone tell you that hustle is the bad word. The bad word is settling. You were made for more. I believe that. You deserve the reward that comes from hustling for your dreams, and I want that for you. So let's raise our glasses for a cheers, friends. Cheers to going after the dreams on our heart, the vision of our life we have with relentless hustle, to respecting the importance of balance even in pursuing those dreams, but recognizing the difference between that balance and sacrificing our long-term goals for short-term comfort. We know that what gets us closer to our goals is worth the hustle. And one of my favorite Kobe Bryant quotes, a lot of people say they want to be great, but they're not willing to make the sacrifices necessary to achieve that greatness. Your greatness is worth the work. It's in you. And it's just waiting for you to hustle. Until next episode, friends. E.